0: A slip on the snowy sidewalk in winter is a small thing. It happens to millions. A fall from a ladder in the summer is a small thing. That also happens to millions. The slip or fall produces a subluxation. The subluxation is a small thing. The subluxation produces pressure on a nerve. That is a small thing. The pressure cuts off the flow of mental impulses. That decreased flowing is a small thing. That decreased flowing produces a diseased body and brain. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that sick man by a thousand, you can control the physical and mental welfare of a city. Multiply that man by a million, you can shape the physical and mental destiny of a state. Multiply that man by 130 million, you can forecast and can prophesy the physical and mental status of a nation. Now comes a man. Any man is a small thing. This man gives an adjustment. The adjustment is a small thing. The adjustment replaces the subluxation. That is a small thing. The adjusted subluxation releases pressure upon nerves. That is a small thing. Release pressure restores health to a man. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that well man by a thousand, you can step up the physical and mental welfare of a city. Multiply that well man by a million, you can increase the efficiency of a state. Multiply that well man by 130 million, you have produced a healthy, wealthy, and better race for posterity. So the adjustment of subluxation to release the pressure upon the nerves, to restore mental impulse flow, to restore health, is big enough to rebuild the thoughts and actions of the world. As B.J., the idea that knows the cause, that can correct the cause of dis-ease, is one of the biggest ideas known. Without it, nations fall. With it, nations rise. The idea is the biggest I know of. So that was written by B.J. Palmer in his green book called The Bigness of the Fell Within 1941. So, actually it's 1949. Typo. It should be 1949. Um, here's what I want you to get at when we talk about this kind of thing, the bigness, all right? Let's think about this. I read this article. I don't know if y'all can see this in the little box down there. But I read this article by Hugh Howe. He's one of my favorite authors, uh, science fiction author. Uh, He wrote the uh, novel Wool, W-O-O-L, fabulous, if you like science fiction. And he writes a blog, and he wrote this one blog called Changing the World a couple of weeks ago. Um, And the thing I really liked about what he said is um, he, he talked about Then came a bit of chemistry, too small for even regular microscopes, a virus which isn't even a thing alive, but more an environmental detritus that persists because our bodies are receptive to its programming. Our bodies have cell walls that need need to allow good communication through and material for making copies of good cells, which leaves us open to all kinds of mistakes and marauders. This tiny strand of chemistry jumped from an animal to a human and the whole endeavor shut down. And that's what I want you to think of. He said, the planes quieted. The humans quit moving piles of dirt. Everything froze and the economy stalled. It's pretty remarkable when you think of the size and the scale involved, how something so vanishingly small exposed the fragility of civilization. So think about it. BJ, what did he just talk about? Let's go back over here in this first... That oh, is easy to go back here. <laughs> this is a small thing. A slip on the snowy sidewalk is a small thing, Right? A virus is a small thing, right? A virus is something you and I can't see. And even if we had a regular microscope, we couldn't see it. We need much more powerful microscopes. But that is amazing, right? This little tiny virus has created such havoc in our world, right? And what I want you to think of is like what BJ says over here. Let's say we can just substitute a slip in the snowy sidewalk is a a virus that started in China, right, is a small thing. But it happened to millions, right? Or it's going to happen to millions probably, right? But here's the deal, right? I'm still in practice. Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I am still in practice. Yesterday, I saw a boatload of people, a lot of kids. The last person I saw was a pregnant lady. That's what I want, right? Because chiropractic is an essential healthcare provider. According, not just to me, and not according to like the GCC, the Georgia Chiropractic Council, or not according to you know, the ICA, the International Chiropractic Association, or whatever. The, the chiropractic is an essential healthcare business according to the Department of Homeland Security. If you go on their website and see a listing of all this essential services, right, chiropractic is listed as one of the essential services. Um, and, and, and not just listed as like some states uh, are saying... Um, healthcare services, right? Or, or other healthcare providers is what it says like in the state of Georgia, uh, where Governor Kemp said, he said other healthcare providers, so we're in the other category. But the Department of Homeland Security, which is the thing that is on top of everybody else, they actually say we are, and they actually mentioned chiropractors are uh, essential healthcare providers and part of the essential business team. So that's why we're still open. Now, yes, we are. You know, having precautions. If you've seen any of my uh, videos, you've uh, uh, or post Facebook posts, you see that we are myself and my interns and everybody are we're wearing masks, we're wearing gloves, we're cleaning like crazy, we're only allowing one person or family in at a time. Uh, you know, we're we're doing all the social distancing the way they're asking. So we're taking care of our people in the best possible way. We're cleaning like crazy. We have Lysol wipes and we have Lysol spray and we have bleach wipes, and we have all kinds of stuff. We're not allowing anybody with any kind of symptoms uh, of sickness to come into the practice. Fevers, et cetera, nope, sorry. Even though normally not a problem, that's how we're doing it. I've adjusted people outside. I've adjusted people in cars, right? On Monday, I wish I took a picture of it. Next time she comes, I'm gonna take a picture of this. There was one uh, person that we have um, who's got some significant immunocompromisation, but she desperately want to get adjusted. She said, "Mom." I need to get adjusted. You got to go to Dr. Ruben. But and the mom's like, "But we can't go in the office." I'm too afraid to go in the office. She said, "Can I just get adjusted in the car?" So, she lied herself down on the back seat of the car. I kneeled down and I adjusted her while she was in the car and I was wearing my mask and gloves outside in the beautiful weather when it was gorgeous and sunny on Monday. <clears throat> so I want you to get, right? How big this is, right? <clears throat> what you do, what you're learning to do is how big this is, right? And to me, there's nothing more important of being a chiropractor than continuing to serve our people, even during a pandemic, right? Even during a pandemic, we are serving our people. We are serving our children. We had a newborn come in the other day. She was like three or four days old and I adjusted a newborn. But guess where we took care of her? Outside, right? Another beautiful day. And instead of doing the exam and everything on the inside, we did the exam and I did adjustment outside. Right? So that, to me, is what chiropractic is all about. That, to me, is why, like BJ talks about over here, what we're doing, this is big, right? This this is the the idea, is the biggest I know of, right? That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm in full-time practice. That's why I teach for the ICPA. That's why I do all these different things, because I want to, I am inspired by chiropractic. I'm inspired by you guys, right? I'm inspired to see how you dedicated. You guys are, 34 of you are here at 7 in the morning listening to this lecture when you could be sleeping, right? I really appreciate that, right? And so what I'm going to do every morning for you guys is we're going to do a Green Book session like this to spiz you up, because I know all the other classes, I don't know what on earth they're doing, um, but whatever it is they're doing, I am going to spiz you up with some Green Book stuff. And all this is being recorded, so you can go back uh, if you... Uh, And tell your friends, if they want to get a little spizz, they want to get a little philosophy, um, they can listen to this. I'm also recording it for my podcast, so it's going to be posted on the podcast so the world can hear what we're talking about because the world needs to to understand what we're doing. My podcast is called Chirocast. And uh, I've been doing this because a pediatric diagnosis student about three or four years ago told me, why don't you post your stuff on a podcast? And I did not even know what a podcast was at that moment. But now I have over 340 episodes on my podcast of these little episodes and things from ICPA and things from other, you know, lecturers and stuff. So take advantage. Right now, I know this is a horrible time. I know this pandemic is scary as all get out. Um, But take advantage of this time. And what I want you to know is under weekly lessons, under weekly lessons, I have given you four green books four green books that you can download. <clears throat> so if you go on our Blackboard page, <clears throat> under Weekly Lessons, there are four green books, including The Bigness of the Fellow Within. Excuse me, this was on page one, uh, 613. Um, so if, if you're interested in really taking advantage of the time that you have now, um, not that you have all kinds of special time, because I know you guys are crammed with all kinds of classes and stuff. Um, but if you want to take some, take a couple minutes a day, and read these green books, right? And my, here's my goal. I want everybody to get an A in this class and I want everybody to come out of this class a little more excited about chiropractic, right? A little more excited. So when we meet again, whether it's at the end of this quarter or you take some of my electives, we have three electives that I teach, the pediatric uh, advanced pediatric technique, advanced pediatric diagnosis, and pediatric health challenges. So if you take any of those classes, I hope we get a chance to meet so that we can talk about this experience right? Because to me, this experience, this is going to be defining, right? This is going to be a defining moment for so many people. And yes, it's financially crazy challenging out there. And yes, there's a lot of horrible things going on. And I agree. And I'm not even I'm not trying to Pollyanna or sugarcoat any of this kind of stuff. But I know that to me, my most important job is to deliver the service, right? Uh, I was in the Rotary Club for many years. And the road club's motto is service above self i am giving service to my patients because i want them to be the strongest best they can be right and that's what i want from you guys too is i want you guys to be the strongest and best you can be too so